just learn one from end to end and pass it over to me, my friend. Turn it long, but when it's slow, to light me up before I go. If you don't light my fire, then don't come around, cause I'm gonna burn one down. Cause I'm gonna burn one down. All right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show podcast. As we burn one down here at the old studios in Round Rock, Texas, Russell Dowd in here with the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. This week is podcast number 157. Say hello to my lovely co-host, Rachel Nelson, joining us here in the studio. Hi, Rachel. Hello, hello. Can't believe we're at 157. Yeah, you know, uh, 200 is going to happen before long here. Right? These weeks just keep flying by. <laughs> How many more would that mean? It means like 30, 40, wait, 43 more yeah, weeks. 43, yeah. So I'm we'll, no mathematician. But we'll have 200 before the end of the year. It'll be a, a 200. And you know what? Another milestone that I have to, uh, just since we said 200, uh, when the last issue of the magazine came out, I was home cooking uh, some chicken or whatever, grilling. And uh, I realized that uh, when I, I was at, told my wife, I said, Jennifer, add up this this number of 43 and uh, 101 of these. And she was like, what are you what are you what are you doing? And I, I said, I was adding up all of the magazines that I've published since 2002. And we came to that. This issue here was um, number 196. Oh, OK, <laughs> so you're going to have 200. So, so 200 of the magazine would be in, I think, June of this summer, which is the anniversary edition. It is the anniversary of the fourth year anniversary yes. edition of the Texas Hemp Report. Well, so, congrats. That's so awesome. that's that is kind of cool. And so we'll have a 200 uh, podcast much later uh, in the year, as it turns out. But um Joining us this week on podcast with uh, 157 of the Texas Hemp Show is our friends up in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, your stomping grounds, Rachel. Don't you got yes. family and friends up there? Well, in Amarillo, that oh, in is, Am- yes, Amarillo. it is my um, my home turf, the panhandle. It's all, <laughs> we can just lump it all together. It's fine. Well, <laughs> uh, Kyle and Ann from Caprock Family Farms joining us. And uh, we'll talk about, they have their, um, their family's done a podcast here in the last year themselves. So, uh, they can talk to us a little bit about their experience with their podcast, but let's go ahead and uh, bring in uh, uh, Kyle and Ann uh, Geiger with uh, Caprock Family Farms joining us here on the podcast this week. Welcome to the Texas Hip Show, guys. How are y'all? Good, Russell. Good. Thanks Thank for having us. Hey, good to ha- good to see you guys. I have hung out. Uh, both of these guys are fun to hang out with. I've had a lot of fun with Kyle having a beer uh, at, at a couple of these events we've attended yeah. over the years. And, right. and I got to say, Kyle's a good guy to hang out with. Uh, uh, we've hung out down and we made it to 6th Street or not 6th Street. Well, I think maybe we made it, made it to 6th Street and yeah. South Congress. South. I remember yeah. hanging out with you at the Continental before. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> a good time. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Tell us uh, uh, what's going on with the farm and, and – uh, uh, you know, we've known you guys for several years over here. You guys are no stranger to the Texas Hemp Reporter. You guys won a, a Texas Hemp Award a couple of years ago that was profiled in the magazine. Um, and, uh, you know, I 
I guess um, I don't guess we've ever had them on the show before, Rachel. So they're friends of ours and and kind of in the community here in Texas, and we they know us, we know them, and yeah, um, and they really y'all get around. You guys make it out to all the events we're at almost. Yeah, they're like. at everything we yeah. go to, if not all the more. way from Lubbock. So <laughs> tell us, give our listeners of the Texas Hymn Show that that I'm sure many of them are familiar with y'all because y'all are at everything, but. Tell us how about the family and and I know a little bit of history of this from from Anne's side of the family and you've been farming for years uh, since the '90s as well. But just tell us a little kind of give us a little backstory on on how you guys put all this together in the last few years. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, okay. We, yes, we're a farming family. Uh, been farming for since '95. Mm -hmm. um, so. You know, in 2019, when we were allowed to grow hemp, we tried it outside. Didn't work very well up here. There's too much dust sticks to the buds. And uh, so we yeah. so we uh, we want to do CBD oil. So we we we're like, we got to do something else. So we moved it inside and just started growing inside. And here we are today. Glad we're still here, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about the. um the name Caprock is really something that is, I believe, a geological term. Uh, and can you speak to that and how the uh, how the the name for the farm be, it, it got its roots? Yeah, um, my dad, who was one of the most conservative people you would ever meet, um, <laughs> he, you know, yeah, farming is cyclical, right? It's either feast or famine. Right. And mm -hmm. so it was during one of those famine years. My dad said, man, it's a shame that you can't grow marijuana because this is you got to go way back. This is probably 15, yeah. 20 years ago. He said this and he he goes, it's a shame. And he said, if you ever get a chance to to grow cannabis or hemp or anything like that, you need to do that. And so, you know, this was just a conversation in our kitchen. And then, so fast forward, you know, and he's passed away. So he can't see what we've done, but we were Aww. like, you know, grandpa is the one that said this first. And it was, and he was a geologist by trade. And he, uh, the Caprock is a geological formation out here in West Texas. And if you've ever mm -hmm. driven to Lubbock, you come up the cap rock when you're going through post. So when you climb that big hill in post, uh -huh, that's uh -huh. the cap rock. And it's just where, you know, West Texas is a big mesa um, mm. a plateau. And so you drive up onto the plateau uh, at post. And so um, with my dad being a geologist and, you know, it kind of being his, his idea in the very, very beginning, I guess, mm -hmm. um, we were kind of like, that's really, really fitting. And there's a lot of businesses in Lubbock with the name Caprock. You know, um, a lot of people are like, are you related to the Caprock restaurant? And we're like, no, we're oh. not. <laughs> but, uh, there, you know, you see the name Caprock around here in town, but, you know, once you get out of town, nobody really knows what a Caprock is. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I took a couple of years of geology in high school. Oh, actually, in in ninth grade and eighth grade, I took geology. I should I should have known that one, uh, but it's been yeah. a long time yeah. since uh, junior high. Uh, but um, you mentioned your father. I guess I, I thought I, th I thought I read that his name was Sid, and uh -huh. and I think Sid uh, 
was Sid a, a champion of the plant at all, Ann, or was he just kind of saying that might be a good crop one day for the well, farm? He was just kind of a forward-thinking man. He was probably mm. would be the last person to have used that plant, maybe. I don't oh, know. Definitely. Like, if we would have educated yeah. him about it, he would have been. But, you know, that it was not something that was part of his lifestyle at all, you know. And so he was just very forward-thinking, and he saw – he, he was, you know, he had a business mind. And so he saw what happened to California when California legalized uh, marijuana and how it changed things. And it, you know, fueled the, fueled the economy. It helped, it helped bring jobs to areas that hadn't, didn't really have anything going for them at that time. And so um, he was just kind of thinking, Hey, that's a, a Maybe that could be a solution, you know, for farmers or for anyone, I guess. So, but he was kind of thinking more along the lines of our family, you know, getting right. a crop that could, you know, because, you know, they say that it's drought tolerant. You know, we all kind of know that that's, <laughs> that's not really the case, but, um, you know, that's what, that's what everybody has always said about it. And so he was just kind of, you know, did y'all ever... Did y'all ever do it outdoors or y'all just went straight indoors with indoor? No, the first year in 2019, we did it outdoors. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. just, yeah. It, it's, you know, up here, man, we got there's <laughs> dust everywhere. So we could have a sandstorm oh, yeah. yeah. moment. And we literally had a dirty crop. It was, yeah, it, was it was dirty. But well, you know, you live and you learn. And the only way that I feel like that's all that we've done from the time that we've said, okay, let's do this, is we fail and then we fail again. again. And you just keep getting back up and you learn from each mistake that you make. Or, you know, you right. just gotta, it's all about, you know, redirecting yourself and not, not quit, not stopping, not quitting. Because if you ever stop or slow down, you're just going to, you know. I don't know. You're going to sink. <laughs> well, that's, that's like, you know, that's any like, with, that's like with any <laughs> business or any, any, any coach that I've ever had in athletics, you know, you, you, when you're down, you know, it's how you respond when you're down exactly. that defines a person, you know? So, um, you know, you guys, uh, you guys have weathered the storm li literally, I guess, in some ways, but, um, tell us about the products, Rachel. I guess you uh, had a couple yeah, for you know, I've actually tried some of their products. I've tried mm -hmm. some of your flour. I've tried the um, CBD and melatonin gummies work great. Mm -hmm. And um, also the CBD salve, the vanilla peppermint scented one that you have. And it smells so good. I mm -hmm. must admit that I've like used it as a perfume before, like put it on my wrist. <laughs> but my mom also loves it for her arthritis. So, um, so I know you guys have quality products and I'm just wanting to get your comments on, you know, as a family owned business, how important is it to your team to um, offer quality products? That's your department. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quality well, control. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be bomb here. Um, but I mean, if you think about it, we, we want to offer the a product that is as close to natural as we can get it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we use our own products. So if it's not good, I'm not, I'm not going to use it. You know, our mothers use that. They were our very first guinea pigs when we were trying to come up with, the way that we formulate the oil. Well, we were, you know, we'd give them, we'd give them CBD oil. And we're like, here, tr try this, see what it does, you know, because they have arthritis and we knew that it 
you know, CBD oil really responds well or arthritis responds well to CBD oil. And so we were kind of, we just kind of paid attention to them at the beginning. And so we're not going to do, we're not going to make anything that is going to be harmful to anybody in our family. So I guess we start with us and if it's, you know, that's how we kind of gauge it. You know, would we want to give this to grandma? Plus, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, if you don't have a good product, people aren't going to come back. Yeah, they're not. That's, and that's the main thing. And, and we want to be safe with everything. We're, and uh, farming, you know, it kind of relates to farming. We try to, you know, you try to grow high quality products, uh, cotton, peanuts. You, you want good, good quality crops. So we do the same with our hemp. Yeah, we just, yeah, I was going to say we just transfer that, that vision or that way that we operate and over to hemp and, um, there we go. And here's here's yeah. some of your hemp. Here's some of your hemp. Let's share some of that again, Carl. This is uh, this is what they're growing indoors up in Lubbock. Yeah, Rock Family Farms. This is yeah. some quality Texas uh, hemp. Right <laughs> so, is that? Do you guys have the largest indoor grow? in a certain radius i want to say Honestly, no, Texas, we but we're not for sure we're, yeah now. there's really no registry or anything so okay. you don't really know but from everybody that we've spoken to we have the largest indoor grow in texas um and we try to well we don't try we our our quality is up there and if we're not satisfied with it then you know we we're, ditch it. We, we'll ditch a crop. <laughs> yeah. you know, wow. We, we did, we're not yeah, going to put crap out. We've, we've, we've ditched, I don't know, several crops. Several crops. So that, you know, you just kind of, sometimes you get a strain and it just doesn't grow the way that you want. Or, you know, and we're not going to sell anything that's not quality. So you start it over and you humble yourself and you learn from that mistake and you just keep trucking and there we are. <laughs> stay, nice. stay right there, guys. We're going to take our first little commercial break here on the show, and then we'll come back and we'll ask you about where we can find the products. I know that, I mean, they're one of the biggest suppliers and with the grow operation. So we we've got to learn where we can find uh, their brands around the state of Texas because they do have them at, at retailers all around. And we'll talk about that. Ask them as far as um, where we can find the Caprock brand name uh, around the state. They're in retailers and many of them are in the same stores that carry the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. So we'll kind of learn a little bit more about that after our first commercial break. I'm Russell. She's Rachel. We'll be back as podcast 157 continues here on the Texas Hemp Show. Caprock Family Farms, our guests. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Son, you be hard working man. Mama, she was told me, son, you 
Azar is a premium cannabis company in Texas. Azar, we are assured that the, the quality is great for all of our products. Highest quality is super crucial. We always joke with our customers, hey, don't buy your sushi from a gas station. And you shouldn't buy your CBD from a gas station, right? It's all about quality, what the extraction process is. We're partnering with those types of companies, those individuals who maintain high-quality hemp as well as high-extraction processes. And this helps ultimately our clients' confidence, and that's what we want to provide. SAR's mission is to help out our veteran community, our, our active duty members, and to destigmatize cannabis and just help our communities uh, one consultation at a time. Isn't this chance worth it to improve your quality of life? Because that's what we do here at Czar. We truly put people first. Welcome to Czar, where people come first. The Texas Hemp Reporter is your leader in hemp and cannabis news for fellow Texans. Covering legislative news, alternative product reviews, health, retailer profiles, and celebrity interviews. Cannabis products are growing in availability and in more improved flavors. Ask about your brand being profiled in the magazine. Learn how your products can be featured in the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine and how you can be a guest on the Texas Hemp Show on ESPN Austin. Did you know that the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine is available absolutely free at over 700 CBD stores and smoke shops across Texas, Dallas, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. Can't find a magazine? Read each issue online at TexasHempReporter.com. For over three years, the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine has educated our readers with news and culture about this amazing plant. For more information, email Russell at TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. That's TexasHempReporter at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. is a hemp plant and it's used for many other things than just smoking. The maker of hemp uses four times as much paper as the maker of trees. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 157 this week on the show. That was really informative show last week. The last two weeks, we're kind of getting into some legal issues, uh, you know, with um, the U.S. Hemp uh, Roundtable and then um, getting Julian from Ground Game Texas 
uh, as well as Rod, the attorney. Those shows I received several comments about. Oh, good. Um, the last show or two uh, that was very formative. In fact, Chelsea Spencer, the attorney from Dallas, chimed in and said, "Russell, uh, good show last week. I want to come on and talk about the beverage space." In a few weeks, she's got some announcements and some things that she wanted to uh, share with the show in a few weeks. So I think Chelsea Spencer may chime in in, in March uh, as well. I also spoke to uh, my friend Freeway Ricky Ross. Uh, he's going to be on in March. No, really? Yeah, I talked okay. to Ricky today. We're scheduling him with a uh, – he's opening up a dispensary in um, West Hollywood. And so he's got a big thing over there. And um, the thing about his dispensary is that he's got a um, – crypto format currency format i guess you can buy you know your cannabis from him with cryptocurrency oh, so do you remember it's kind of um, weird different but do you remember uh, you when mean, i did the story about the um payment processor or whatever someone that advertised with us yeah. and they offered that yeah he, he would yeah. accept uh yeah, he, yeah yeah he was offering that for the store owners yeah. that's right yeah so yeah. maybe that's becoming like more mainstream yeah that's interesting i forgot about that uh uh, that was Scott, I think, was the guy's name yeah, that ran some ads. I'm drawing a blank on the business name. Uh, it's it's been a couple of years, yeah. but uh, <laughs> anyway, let's jump back on over here to our friends uh, Kyle and Ann with the Caprock Family Farms on the Texas Hemp Show this week. Uh, uh, we're talking about uh, their farm, learning a little bit about it. I didn't realize it was one of the bigger ones uh, that they have as far as an indoor grow here in the Lone Star State. But you know, their uh, website, Carl, has a place on there where you can see and enter your zip code i saw this was kind of cool and you could see and enter your zip code and learn what stores are in the area that you guys uh, have the products and i was doing that with my uh, round rock zip code earlier today or yesterday and and uh yeah it kind of tells you where you can find the the brand in stores near you yeah can you elaborate can you talk about that a little yeah, um, I was just thinking during the break how I was going to remember to not forget someone as far as the vendors or the store owners that, you know, uh, invest in us. We invest uh -huh. in them, but um, make our products available to the public, which is what it's all about. And so um, there's too many to list by name. But if you get on our website, uh, we're... Um, Maddie Goldstein, she runs all of our social media and our digital platforms. She's very good about making sure that people understand where where you can buy Caprock Family Farms products. And um, so and if you put your zip code in there and it's too far, then let us know and we'll hit that area up. So you can get on our yeah. website, but um, we're always about expanding and um, growth and so yeah how, how many how uh, many stores i was going to ask about do you know how many stores that y'all are might be in in the houston area um we we were we're, we're currently negotiating a distribution deal with uh, bahama mama stores in the houston area and they have like a hundred stores and so we're kind of working with them and onboarding them as an advertiser right now. And that's going to yeah. be great for us because it's going to put our magazine in a hundred more locations yeah, in the Houston really. area. So, yeah. And then with the, with the ESPN show in Houston too, I think it's a good, a good move that way mm -hmm. for us. But um, I was just wondering, you know, do y'all have a, a, a distribution with your products in the Houston area? We don't actually. Um, Houston is really 
one of the last major cities in Texas that we haven't really tackled yet, I guess. Mm. Um, and so that'd be great. Yeah, we'd love to be down there. I need to send you a marketing email no. to Maddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but we um, we're we're always growing. Our uh, we we hire, have hired a salesman in the Dallas area to kind of help us kind of expand. And you know, it's all word of mouth, and it's when people get your products and they help those people. And you know, they you know, you're gonna if if you're in pain or if you're dealing with something and something you try something that works and it's you know it's not a pharmaceutical you're you're going to share that to everyone that will listen and so that's what helps spread the word of our whole industry really and um i know you haven't asked this but I, we love the texas hemp industry because everybody is rooting for everybody even though you're competitors you're still yeah. rooting for each other and i've never experienced a group of people that are in business in the same business be that uh, yeah it, it's yeah. just Cordial, everybody's supporting, supporting yeah. of each other and uh because we're you know we're building an industry and so that's important and so um yeah, yeah it's, i could speak to that too and because i think when we, we go to we go to these events you know and then we uh, see each other we are all rooting for one another whether it's uh you know some of some folks are on a more of a cannabis recreational side some folks are more on um you know industrial but it doesn't matter what it is it seems like everybody's uh, just everybody's on the same same team in the sense that they all want us to all succeed as we're really growing and all of us that know each other are are the pre the, the you know everybody's the the early stages of all of this industry yeah. here in the Lone Star State, so it's really cool to to um, you know be you know involved with each other's businesses and learning from each other, and it is a positive thing. Rachel, do you have anything for them? Yes, um, I actually want to talk about you know there's a big effort underway right now in Lubbock with the Lubbock Freedom Act to yes. criminalize. <laughs> So I just wanted to see if you guys, um, you know, were up to speed on that and if you've been involved at all in any of the effort. Yeah, we, we have. Uh, we haven't really gotten involved in it, but the city council turned it down. So it'll be on the March uh, ballot to let the let the public decide what they yeah, want to do. I think that they didn't, the city council didn't, they didn't want to take a stand, I think as yeah. well. it kind of boiled down to and so they're gonna let the people decide and we all know what the people are gonna decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love it's great. It's great. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of calls about, oh, is 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 everything gonna be legal in Lubbock? Like, well, <laughs> no, that's not really what that means, but it is a step towards towards legalization, which is, you know, that'll help everyone. They've had so. uh, you know on the news here on the 10 o'clock news, they've had over the years, several, two or three years, they've had uh, where you could call in and they would do a, 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 a poll, a poll who, who, if, if we, if there was a vote for weed or marijuana, 
to become legal would it pass and it was like 86 percent yeah it was like just put it on the ballot we'll tell you we'll tell you (laughs) yeah even in the more conservative areas like lubbock like amarillo um like my brother he owns a bell bond business in amarillo and he said that they it's rare for them to um you know arrest people anymore even for having Mm -hmm. less than like two ounces or whatever so um Things are definitely changing. <laughs> so he's not signing for bonds. He's not signing any bonds for Yeah, it, it negatively impacts his business, you know. <laughs> oh, but, you know he, I bet. Uh, I'm glad that you so, brought up the fact that it's conservative because we, we like to joke that if you can start a hemp business in the most conservative part of the state, and succeed then you can literally do anything so mm-hmm. so true yeah. whoever thought when we, we would started it was it was crazy when we started all of our friends and family thought we were nuts they really did you know, so you know <laughs> last week's show uh kyle and if you hadn't seen it's probably a good idea just to maybe peek through and um you know, last week's show was really informative, and, and from that aspect of all uh-huh. the sti- all the cities that were getting, because we covered Ken Paxton suing the cities that okay. Ground Game all Texas, right. yeah. Ground Game Texas got five cities, and we talked about uh, a sixth city that what was Harker Heights okay, that was yeah. not sued. Harker Heights was was one of the cities that is is was part of Ground Game's uh, uh, movement to get the signatures on their on their um, measures in their city council but they kept it out of the um out of the books or something and this led to them not getting sued by Ken Paxton recently the way that the city of Harker Heights did this and then when i asked Julie from Ground Game Texas on the program last week she said that when they approached Dallas they're incorporating measures into the city council's uh rule books that um, overstep uh, the attorney general's power to to sue in the future. So a very interesting show where we last week yeah. came to the municipalities, and I thought I'd share that with y'all just because if you're yeah. there, y'all are in the Lubbock area, and some of that was really educational uh, that we had her on. But um, uh, good luck with that because we 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 want to see you guys succeed up there, and 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 that would probably be a huge impact on your local business there. So, um, with Lubbock being so conservative and you guys have a farm, are you guys the only, um, farm in the Texas panhandle growing hemp right now? I haven't heard of any others. As far as we know, there was, um, a smaller grow outside of Lubbock and, uh, we always, if we hear of anyone joining the industry at all, like a CBD store, anything like that, um, we go out and we meet you and, you know, we're like, hi, mm-hmm. we're Caprock family farms and we're rooting for you, you know, like best of luck. And so we try to just be friendly to anyone that tries to start. Cause we know how hard it is to get going. And, um, as far as we know, we're the only right. ones, but, um, the Garcia brothers, they are in the big spring area, which is mm-hmm. our South. Yeah. But uh, honestly, I haven't talked to them in in, in, a, yeah. in in over a year. But um, they are the only they're the closest ones to us that we know of. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard from Adrian. 
I haven't heard from Adrian and his brother in a year or two. I, I wonder how they're doing up there in Big yeah. Spring. But they're in Big Spring, I believe. Yeah, they're in Big Spring, yeah. uh-huh. And they grow a little bit different than we do, but that's okay. You know, everybody, everybody, that's one, another thing that I love about the industry is everybody is so accepting of the way that you, the way that you operate because this industry is special because you can have a personality and how you grow and you can have a style and um, it's okay if you're different from yeah. other people, you don't have to be, you don't have to conform. And, um, they, uh, we met them kind of right out of the box and they were, you know, they were one of the first people to grow. And so, you know, you know, I was going to ask you, Ann, have you or Kyle ever met Randy or Carol Koontz up in Midland? They're, they have a store over there and I don't know if, Honestly, I think that that we did one of the very first um, hemp meetings we Maybe. went to. I think so. Yeah. yeah, they're down in Midland. They've run some ads with us before okay. in the magazine, well, and I, I just but they have a little store, and I don't know if they farm so much on the, on stuff, but I think they have a retail store or two. But uh, um, are y'all ever? Have y'all ever? You know, I don't know if that's y'all ever done white labeling. Is that something y'all ever considered or or We've gotten into that this year? We're yeah, we're this year we're we really did. hitting it hard. We've already got several white white label customers. I would think if you're you know with the success that y'all have had, I I uh, you know I think that that's probably something y'all had have been had might consider. So that's good to hear that you're doing that now. I think everybody wants their own label on their products. <laughs> if you have your own store, you know, yeah, you're like, you hey, know. this is. This is my product. Yeah, you want to rep your own yeah. brand for sure. And, and they're definitely going to push their own product. And as business owners ourselves, we know how important it is for that that supply chain, right? You you want to if you're going to do a white labeling uh, project with someone, you want to do it with someone that you can count on that they're going to have the product when you need it again. And so um, we we've kind of gotten more and more into that area and we enjoy helping people put mm -hmm. their brand on their shelf, you know, mm -hmm. that's really cool. Well, can you speak a little just on like the, um, lighting and the indoor grow? I mean, I don't know without giving away all the Caprock secrets or anything, but oh, yeah. you know, just, we're just curious, what's your square, what's your square foot of that indoor grow? And, and, you know, uh, you know, do you have a, a particular light that you guys like to use or, or, uh, anything like that? Is that is that kind of are we are we sharing the the the, the no. secrets of the recipe? No. We, we have several. We have roughly forty five hundred acres of or forty five hundred square feet of uh, mm. grow space, wow. and oh we're, we're we're adding more. Yeah, uh, lights. We have uh, um the LED. Yeah, we we run LEDs. We have several different brands. Uh, we the first room we went cheaper, and the next room we increased the, the price of the lightings went for a little better light i don't remember the first yeah but, after, but scorpion diablos yeah. those are the ones that our son brett he's he's our grower um mm -hmm. uh and he he likes those yeah the so, diablos there you go yeah Brett's so uh yeah he likes <laughs> those but you know what as long as you have you know 650 watt lights you're you can get if you can get 950 lumens out of it you're in good shape yeah, that's really cool. You it got was, you got to have you know. You, but the bad thing is, we've went through several crops. You have to pump CO two in there. You have to have air conditioner, heater, 
dehumidifiers, humidifiers. It's a, it's an ordeal. And we kind of learned <laughs> as we went that yeah. whole fail and then figure it out and then, yeah. you know, keep trucking. We were, we learned about VPD and it, yeah. we accidentally learned about it. It right. was like, oh, wait, why, why are they not growing? And then we just had to figure it out. And so. <laughs> Trial and error, indeed, and uh, you guys have gotten uh, figuring a lot of it out in the good side of the business as we continue the conversation. Caprock Family Farms, our guest this week on the Texas Hemp Show. We'll take another quick break, and then we'll come back and learn a little bit more about the farm and also about their podcast because they've been doing it now for about a year, and we'll learn a little bit about the family podcast over there in uh, in Lubbock. But uh, uh, she's Rachel. I'm Russell. We'll continue this on the other side as uh, we continue podcast 157 we'll be back right after this Zar is a premium cannabis company in Texas. As Zar, hemp-derived cannabinoids such as Delta 8 and others are once again under threat in the Texas legislature. But hometown hero, a supporter of the Texas Hemp Show, is leading the fight to keep these products legal and available for adults 21 and older in the Lone Star State. Based in Austin, Hometown Hero is known for its specialty hemp-derived products, which have garnered recognition from High Times Magazine and have earned over 3,000 five-star reviews and counting. With their gummies, cereal bars, sour belts, and more, Hometown Hero offers new and novel experiences while donating to nonprofits helping U.S. veterans in need. If you're curious to try premium hemp products from the people leading the fight for hemp in Texas, you can get a 20% discount on all Hometown Hero products by using code THR20 at HometownHeroCBD.com. That's code THR20 at HometownHeroCBD.com. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Would you like to host the Texas Hemp Show podcast at your business or special event? Now booking live broadcasts from your location with our new demo vehicle, the Texas Green Machine. Email russell at texashempreporter at gmail.com. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Texas Hemp Show, podcast 17, 175, no, 157. 
157 of our uh, shows going back to September of 2020 is when we started the old podcast over here uh, some time ago. And um, continuing that now here in year three, three and a half actually um, uh, doing this, uh, our podcast. So our guests have started their own podcast, and we're going to learn a little bit about what their experience has been uh, doing it. I've seen one or two episodes. It's been a while. I should have watched one actually last night just to, but I've been flipping through their YouTube page and watching their um, algorithms and, and uh, likes and views and stuff. And so they've done pretty good at it, but um, uh, very cool. Welcome back to the show, Rachel. How are you? Oh, I'm good. You had one for them that you wanted to ask yeah, them about. I started chuckling earlier because I was like, well, we started talking about your son because it's like, man, your kids must be loving life right now. <laughs> like they get to like grow weed with their parents. Like they must be the coolest kids at the party who everyone's like, whoa, bro, like your parents, you guys have like this 4,000 plus square foot grow operation. Can you guys just talk about the experience that um, you guys have had as a family? It must be pretty fun, right? Yeah, we have a good time. Oh, it's been great. <laughs> we have exceptional children. We we do. We have we we couldn't do this without them. No. We would not have even attempted to do it without them. So, um Well, can I say something? I, yeah, yeah, go, yeah ahead. go ahead. No, that and they're fun to hang out with. They are. <laughs> I love hanging out with yeah, them. Yeah. I know, I don't want to sound like all parents, but we yeah. think our kids are great, right? Yeah. But um we, yeah, that Caprock crew is a lot of fun to hang out with. If you've gone, if you haven't got a chance no. to go go hang out I, with them, they're, they're a lot of fun. We go to these events and we meet uh, like-minded people like you. So yeah. it's not like we're going and trying to like you know get really conservative people to hang out with us. You know. You well, well, speaking of like mind, tell us uh, what motivated you guys to do a podcast on your own. You you've got uh, the show is up on the website there. Tell us a little bit about how this idea got started and, and um, you know, who had the background or idea to come up and do, to, to do this yourselves. Cause uh, uh, you're one of the few farms that has a show. I've seen yeah. retailers that have shows uh, that they've done. Um, you were at that uh, venue in Wednesday. They have a podcast that they do over there in East Austin on Thompson lane uh, oh, with yeah. the smoke um, connection, the Texas smoke connection. They yeah. have a podcast. They, they kind of have oh, their yeah, own. No. They actually have like a whole podcast studio room. That's really cool. And you can rent it. Like people who want to do a yeah, podcast can go rent that. the space. Yeah. Well, well, what got you guys on that, on that podcast uh, path, as they say, uh, uh, for over there as a farm, I think that's pretty <laughs> unique. Well, you, uh, I'm, I noticed that you said who had some, background in it no, no <laughs> if you watch the podcast let me just say it's all about just getting out there just talking <laughs> and i think what started the topic of doing a podcast at all was how hard it is to get traction with yeah the restrictions with social media restrictions and you know uh internet searches and it, it's just hard and so we're like yes. That's another thing that they that you know people can hear about us, and we also wanted to share our journey of you know this isn't easy, and we want if we can encourage one person to not quit or one person to say okay look look at these people they are not they don't even know what they're doing and they're doing they're just getting out there and doing it, and so 
we're just kind of like, all right, full send, let's do this. And yeah, we go. <laughs> the funny thing is, it's called the Best Buds Podcast, yeah. like a little. That's right. But uh, you know, we don't always talk about hemp or, or cannabis. Man, we get parenting advice. We we get we we have buddies on from high school. We talk about what happened in high school that you can't do nowadays. I yeah, mean, it's yeah. Uh-huh. No, it's it's just whatever. It's all over the place, about. which I know is probably not you know podcast one hundred and one. Yeah. but you know, it's, it's life. We just talk about life. Mm-hmm. Well, I can attest to some of that. You spoke there. Cause I remember just, you know, I, I think you and I, uh, uh, Kyle were probably in high school around the same, oh, yeah. same, same yeah. time. I th- we're about the same age, but yeah, man, growing up in Austin, you know, when we would go out and have a beer, Rachel and, and the cops would, somebody neighbor would call, uh, call you. We would, you know, we had to drink beer in the car or, or outside the car in a neighborhood in South Austin and somebody inevitably would call the, invariably the cops would be called and then they would come out and make you pour your beer out. Yeah. They could pick up your bag of pot, pour it all out to shake all out. <laughs> and, you know, and they kick us out of there and y'all get out of here mm-hmm. and don't come back. And that was how, that's how it was kind of treated back in the late eighties, early nineties as I was young. And, and, uh, uh, it's, I, I, I'm encouraged to think that it's still like that a little bit, Carrie. Do you think that it's still that way in, in maybe some communities? Do, do they still? Because we really are we are getting away, Rachel, from the prosecution of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and back in the old days, I think it was even you know it was even more like that. You That's know? only because you're in Austin, though. Because growing up in Amarillo, my brother and I were like terrified to get busted (laughs) you know because it it, you know you'd be on probation i had several friends in high school that were on probation there wasn't a lot of just you know sweeping this under the rug (laughs) what did you what when you when you had this conversation on your podcast kyle what did y'all what was your experience well my first thought was thank god they didn't have cell phones back then and video <laughs> the evidence. <laughs> oh. Oh. yeah it was pretty much uh hey get your butts home pour out your beer and get out of here yeah, yeah. we're in a small we, town and yeah. everybody knew your parents everybody yeah. knew everything about you and so we knew the cops i mean it was it's true so <laughs> i had a buddy he, so he's outside of Lubbock, like in a little small Brownfield. town. Yeah. Brownfield. yeah. I've heard that about like small panhandle towns where it was like that, but yeah. like in Amarillo where it's kind of bigger, it, it's, it wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, were, we were 30 miles South of Lubbock, 10,000 people. So everybody knew who we were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, has anybody taken, I know this is something we don't do on our show, but I would like to do at some point is, uh, we have the ability to with our platform to take, to go live and we could go live on our social media and then take phone calls. Have y'all ever done anything like that yet? Where you take phone we calls or about it, but we, we don't have the followers you do. Russell. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that we have the followers ourselves, but, but, but we think, you know, we, we, we were just talking about this earlier before y'all came into the studio on the show and Carl and I were just talking about, uh, you know, YouTube and algorithms and, um, and, and it is challenging. And when you are in the cannabis space or, or hemp, you know, this stuff doesn't get, uh, you know, the same treatment, Rachel, uh, you know, as if we were talking about making enchiladas, you know, mm-hmm. if we were making tacos, it would be a completely different yeah. algorithm. And so yes. uh, we, in the cannabis side of things, you kind of get, you know, 
I don't know if blacklisted like is the right. Like discriminated against, I think, is well, a good way to look yeah, at it. I like that word. Right? Uh, it's a great word. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little challenging. In fact, I had a, a clip from last week's show that was getting um, a, got a review from. They wanted to they wanted to block it um, or give me a strike for something, and I had to email and appeal it. and And then they agreed with me at YouTube that I had a right a, a justification for the appeal, and and I didn't get the mark after all. So, oh, wow. so it's uh, it, it had to anybody winning an appeal with yeah. me either Heck yeah. i know well they they were saying that the the uh, my content wasn't child proof ready or child you know child proof or whatever and i i i made the argument well look we're 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 discussing uh the legal state of the laws in texas as it relates we had an attorney on and we were talking about policy of last week's show and and they once they reviewed it they actually said yeah. okay our bad uh move along you're fine i'm <laughs> shocked yeah, good job. But it, but it is challenging, in, you know, to get, you know, um, the fairness uh, of the topic uh, in this uh, is 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 a challenge. Um, talk about uh, what, what's who's some guests that you've guys had on. I wanted to just give you a chance to plug uh, Best Bud Podcast, and then what, you know, what has it been like? What have you learned in a year of doing it with the family there and, and having your own show as a farm? I've gotten better at talking in front of a camera. <laughs> it's not hard for us. Yeah. We're, we're a little bit more of a different generation, I guess. I don't so. know. You, <laughs> we love the comments we get uh, about, you know, people learn stuff on there. Mm -hmm. Even uh, we have uh, several people that said, you know what? I never thought about that in parenting. I'm yeah. <laughs> not we, that we're great parents. No, we're, just, we're just give life, life yeah. lessons, what we've experienced uh, on we our have, own. We have a lot of... Uh, it's, it turns out people are fascinated that we're a family and we do this together. And so a lot of people are like, are, do you really work together every day? Yes, we do. In fact, Kyle <laughs> and I share an office yeah. every day. And so, I mean, it, that, best buds. we are best buds. Yeah. And so, um, and our families always worked well together. And if you've ever known a farm family or been from a farm family, it's just kind of part of the fabric of the way farm families work is you don't have a choice. Sometimes you just got to get the job done. And so we're big on, you know, you pitch in, you help out you. And so um, it's, it just kind of is a flow for us. And we kind of, I don't want to say we thought everybody was like us, but once we started kind of getting out there and talking about ourselves, we realized how, rare we kind of sound to people we're we are just a regular family but we we do work well together and all four of us get along and it really uh, honestly it makes the this job that we're doing this endeavor this journey easier because your family thinks like you if you think about it you know your your kids are products of you and your husband and so they you know they're, they're like-minded. They think ex exactly like we think they can finish our sentences like we can theirs. And a lot of times in the heat of the moment, it's, it is what makes life easier. And if, you know, you, we get to do this with the people we love and trust most in the world. And that's wonderful. We get to watch our kids. We get to see our kids every day. We love that. And we get to see them grow into to young men and 
And we um, are not helicopter parents we are not. at all. If you've been around us for five <laughs> no. minutes, you know we are not those type of parents. And so, um, but yeah. yeah, we've had, I'd like to say we've had uh, Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg on, but we have not. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, neither have we. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yet. We've had, we've had, uh, we've had uh, people that own businesses that we're in. We've had, uh, we've had a journalist. We've had, uh, who else we have? We've had a grower from Maine on. Yeah. We just try to find whoever wants to be on it. Actually. Yeah. We're like, Hey, you want to get our podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, you know what? I think that y'all have something special there and I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, HBO films or somebody come calling, you guys would make a great show. Um, you know, just actually, saying. We were, actually we were, we were presented with one, but we turned it down. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> We met we met with a guy a uh, uh, guy from Hollywood that sought us out and yeah we, we didn't yeah. want to do that we, uh, we, we decided yeah. that if it wasn't a unanimous vote amongst the four of us that <laughs> yeah. that would, we would respect that and so it was not. But so, I'm happy. I'm happy to say somebody did ask us. I yeah, we were. <laughs> I can see why. It's to be nominated. Yeah. It's nominated to be asked. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, what was the um, a few years ago? Um, you were. Uh, we had placed. Um, you know, placed an ad with us, but we had. Uh, it was really it was an award that they won from Karen. From what? What was the Hemp Award that y'all won from Karen Frommel and the Texas Hemp Awards that y'all were nominated for some of the products. And I thought I would ask you to re, you know, recall that. And, and, and let's talk about that a tad. Cause that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Our CBD oil one dust in Texas. We're very, very proud of that. That's um, right. The oil. Yeah, yeah. And our um, South won uh, third place uh, in the top goals category. So um, we're just, we're just proud to, you know, have our products out there and have people love them and um uh that was it was an honor because you know as i said before this industry is it's filled with incredibly intelligent smart forward-thinking people and to win an award amongst people like that yeah it was it was, it was i was honestly floored i was like we won. this is like the best thing ever that is a huge compliment yeah, yeah. yeah. plus with all the competition we have it's, yeah it's we yeah it is very competitive yeah. so you know we're in february we're early in the new year do you guys have any goals for 2024 um to expand maybe add some new products or are y'all just gonna keep trucking we're just gonna keep trucking you want to tell them what your name is and with the family and the business. No, oh, you should. I'm growth and development. Oh, I tell you something exciting. We're uh, <laughs> what's, what's cooking? We are going to actually have 300 acres of uh, oh, biomass on our farm this year. We're excited about that. Oh, right on. Really? Could you yeah. expand yeah. for the listeners who don't know what that means? Yeah. So biomass is the product that they extract the oil for CBD oil and things like that. So you. You grow the plant outside and then they cut it down, harvest it, and then they take it to a plant and use either ethanol or or uh, what else? Uh, uh, dry ice CO2 or some type CO2 extractions to extract mm -hmm. the oil out of the plant. But there's a shortage um, across the country, really. 
And so we've been approached by several people. And um, one thing that is a little bit unique about us is that Kyle is still a farmer. He still farms all of the outdoor acres of cotton, peanuts, wheat, you name it. He's grown it and still grows it. And so we, you know, we, we have that, that uniqueness about us, I guess, that mm -hmm. we still are in agriculture. Yeah. And so we had some people, several people reach out to us, you know, telling us about this shortage and, you know, Hey, would you try it? Or, you know, yeah, we'll try it. We'll try anything. So, um, yeah. So they've been really working on that and, um, we're really excited about that. Um, Kyle has, I know he didn't want to expand on his name in our company, but every, at, as we grew, everybody kind of had a lane and everybody kind of had a job. Right. And dad was kind of like, he'd show up and he's like, I don't, what do I do? You know, he'd come from farming <laughs> outside and he'd come, you know, to cap to our cap rock facility and where everybody's busy doing, you know, busy doing their job and, or, you know, whatever project they were working on. And so he's like, I need myself a title. I need to be, I need to be included here more. And so he came, he came up with growth and development. Yeah. So, but I mean, there we, it, go. we make fun of him about it because he, you know, he's always, we, if it's a job that nobody wants, we're like, that sounds like a growth and development question. So we always, <laughs> <laughs> but he well, is a visionary in this whole journey. You know, we wouldn't be doing it if he hadn't come home and said, hey, we're going to grow hemp that yeah. day. And, you know, that's emblazoned on my brain. I was like, wait, what? We're going to do what? But I, I, here we I, are. Yeah, I'm hoping to add three more thousand, uh, three more, three thousand square feet more of growing mm -hmm. space. That's to get you up to about eight thousand. If you yeah. get another three thirty five hundred square yeah. feet in there, yeah, that'd, that'd be awesome. good. That'd be a good move for you guys. Yeah. It, yeah. I got to ask, is the clock on the wall behind y'all in your office there stuck at 420? It like, is. It no, is. I no, ours is ours is too. I have a I have a clock up here on the wall here. I don't know if we can yeah, show it, it but is. There I'm glad are, you the clock because everybody was yeah. like, Can you see the clock the in the <laughs> I, I saw it hadn't moved. That's so funny. That is so funny, Carl. Is there any way to zoom in on our our 420? We we actually this was um this was a, a a weird occurrence for us. A few years ago, we had uh, the clock up here in the wall, and then it just stopped working all on its own, and uh, 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 it just uh, it went it went and just stopped on four twenty. And I, I thought I would I was wondering if y'all's because I didn't see the hands moving on your no, on yeah. your clock. No. Yeah, yeah, we, we put it there. Yeah, it suffers from the same <laughs> that your clock does. <laughs> well, our clock just stopped one day, and it just stopped That's on 420. Crazy. There you go. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I swear it just good. stopped. Like, That's I swear true. to God, it just stopped on its own that way. Yeah. And you <laughs> know, so funny. Funny. actually, we have um one of uh, – the people that works for us, uh, her birthday's 420. Yeah. And I was like, girl, you uh -huh. you work here. She's like, I know. <laughs> That's funny. That's so funny. That was my late grandmother's birthday. And oh, yeah. she never tried it ever once in her life. Poor um, grandma. She missed it. <laughs> well, well, we're running about out of time because we approached the hour here with you guys. But, I mean, fire off a... Uh, you know, the plug the podcast, plug the website. What's cooking up? Are you guys going to be doing anything for 
what's the next event we might be running into our friends at Caprock Family Farms? I know we've we're we're getting involved with the uh, South by Show. There's coming yeah. up here, and we're going to be at that with the the Grow House Media uh, down there. What what do you where are we going to see you guys next, uh, Ann? Yeah, Zach is going to be there at the the south at the south with Southwell by Southwest, and uh -huh. so you'll see him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we've, we've gotten so busy, we can't yeah, really we, do a whole lot. You know, and it's also kind of the time people aren't getting together yet. You know, and so yeah. um, you if we'll be wherever everybody else is, we always try to include ourselves and be there. Um, and, you know, sometimes we're a little too far away to kind of run down for like a day. But um, if we get more than two days off, we really try to kind of join in. Well, but we've loved how how much it's grown. Isn't that yeah. so cool when you go to these events and it used to be like 10 of us? <laughs> and now it's like, oh, I don't even know all these people. And that's a wonderful feeling. Well, we'll probably be seeing y'all at the cannabis roundup with Dalton up there yeah. in Dallas. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I know we will be there. And then, uh, you know, there's uh, uh, the Sweet Sensi does their annual event, the Harvest Festival. Um, and I think, uh, uh, you know, Karen didn't do the Hemp Awards this year. Did y'all know that? She, 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 yeah. Yeah. She told me she couldn't do it this year, but she was going to try to do it next year. So yeah, yeah. we're hoping that she can. That was yeah, a really great thing that she does. Well, we wanted to, we want to we wanted to have you guys on and 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 uh, you know maybe y'all could have us on y'all show or something. Down the road. <laughs> yeah, if you're interested, we'll do that yeah. call in thing with you. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. We we thought about doing. Um, yeah, we could do a call thing. I was wondering when we thought, because we've had a few podcasts on, and I always wondered if there's a way to make it where we simulcast, you know, the show. Because we had Adam and his girlfriend, uh, uh, Jennifer, where we were, they were on our show, and then we turned around and did their show right after we did, they did ours. And so we did back-to-backs with them. But, uh, no, we would love to, love to, uh, we would entertain coming on a, on a call like this or a yeah. calling in. I think it'd be fun to to learn a little bit more about the Best Buds podcast, and maybe you can give us some parental advice. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Carl needs it. <laughs> it worked for us. It doesn't say it'll work for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, good stuff. The website, uh, fire off the website, uh, uh, and tell us how they can look you up and try the products, and and maybe get a wholesale order in uh, yeah, for for yeah. listeners. Yeah, caprockfamilyfarms.com uh, is our website, and uh, you can, that's our retail and our wholesale website. And white label. Uh-huh. And we have, um, and there's also links to all of our social media, and yeah, there you go. We just try to be as transparent and open and just be ourselves if we don't know any other way to be. <laughs> well, they're genuine Texans from the, the panhandle up there. Our friends at Caprock Family Farms, a, a great uh, family doing uh, doing what they do best and and an awful lot of fun to hang out with. We're just great to uh, have you guys on the, on the show with us this week. Uh, thank you for both being on, and we'll probably see you very soon at another event here down the road. And, and uh, uh, thanks again for being on the show to both of you. All right. Uh, thank thank you. you for asking us. We appreciate it. You're doing a great job. Keep yeah. it up. All right. Thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing Zach down here for South by Southwest. Yeah.
Well, this will conclude podcast 157, Rachel. We have on next week on the show, who do we have over there? That is Tim White. And Tim does, um, Tim was the gentleman who was, uh, had a panel at the Texas Hemp Summit. And um, he had a panel for building homes. Okay. And so he's a home builder that builds with, with uh, hemp. And so from the building side, uh, we're cool. going to have Tim White on to talk about his home. Uh, he, I forget the name. I can't see it from here, but he's got a, a construction company. And, um, in fact, wait a minute. I, I think I have an ad in here that he may have even ran. He's going to be Texas Healthy Homes. Yeah, Texas Healthy okay. Homes. Yeah, that's so yeah, can, that sounds familiar. Your eyes are better than mine. Yeah, I have 20-20 vision, really. I mean... <laughs> Give it a few years. Shockingly. Yeah, I know. I'm the only one in my family that doesn't wear glasses. That's a fun fact. Yeah, Texas Healthy Homes. He's got also some workshops coming up. Um, I guess he's got one March 6th, 7th, and 8th, and then the 13th through the 16th, and the 20th through the 23rd. So there's three weeks in a row that uh, TexasHealthyHomes.com is having these workshops. And so uh, Tim wanted to uh, place a little ad with us, but he also wanted to come on and talk to us. And he said hi to Carl and I at the Hemp Summit there in last December when we were up there at Texas A&M. So uh, he's going to be on the show next week. And then the following week will be our friend Liz Grow from Grow House Media Yay. to talk about uh, the outlaw party that they've got cooking uh, currently for the uh, South by Southwest down there with the Cheech and Chong's outlaw party. And so we'll be talking about that more as things uh, uh, heat up. Um, with South by. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Great show with our friends at Caprock family farms, check out their podcast, uh, best buds podcast. Uh, we are maybe going to, uh, we're going to invade them ourselves and maybe come on over there and hang out with those guys. I think that'd be a lot of fun that as well. Great. Well, cool. Rachel, thank you for being a part of the show guys. And we'll see you next week again with uh hemp Creek workshops and, Texas Healthy Homes next week on the program. Texas Hip Show 157 wraps up this week. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time.